Thank you for listening, and we hope this message will strengthen and help you in your walk with God. I'm going to share some things um, that the Lord put on my heart as far as this church and the vision of this house and what God has, which includes you. If you're a member of Family Worship Center, well, then I'm going to be talking about you. And these are the prophecies that have been spoken over this house. And every so often I bring them up because you need to hear them. You need to keep them, you know, in that place that you're believing along with us. We don't want to be in that place that, you know, Pastor and I are by ourselves. We want the, the body with us because this is a team ministry. This is about the unity of the body coming together to fulfill the will of God to fulfill the plan of God, and each of us have a part in it. Amen? So we're going to pray, and then I'm going to share some things with you. So, Father in heaven, we just come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're so grateful for the things that you have spoken to this house, the encouragement, the strength that you have given us, the things that you see that are far outside of what we can think, but they're what you think, and it's what you want, God, and we want to agree with you. So, Father, I pray tonight that we have ears to hear what the Spirit of God has to say, that the eyes of our understanding are open, and we catch the vision. We catch it and take hold of it and run with the vision. So, Father, I just thank you right now for the anointing on my words, that I speak your words, the oracles of God that penetrates into the hearts of your people, and we take hold of it. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, you know, when a a prophet gives a word from the Lord, sometimes we think they need to come to pass the next week and the next year, or maybe the next two years, you know. But that is not the way it always works, as we have well found out. (laughs) Wish we hadn't well found out, but we have well found out. (laughs) But, you know, we keep contending for what God said. We keep believing for what God said. You know, I think about um, Anna and Simeon in the temple, you know, when they were standing and believing for, you know, Jesus, for the, for the redemption of Israel to come, and they stood in that place. And Anna apparently stood there for at least 84 years. How would you like to be waiting that long? And, you know, but God's put it in her heart, and she stood in that place, and she stayed in the temple, and she prayed, and she believed God. She believed God, and she believed God, but one day she saw the Redeemer. His name was Jesus, and she, because she stayed in that place, she recognized this was the Lord. She had a revelation, the same with Simeon. When the word of the Lord came, he'd been praying, he'd been believing God, and God had given him promise, you are not dying until you see the consolation of Israel. That was his promise. How long he stood on that. How long he believed that. How long he stood in that place. Of the words that were spoken. The prophecies that were spoken about Jesus from the beginning of time. You think there's a, a while? That was 4,000 years that they stood for Jesus to come. And, you know, God gave words throughout that time through the prophets. You know, and people make a decision whether they believe the prophets or not. You know, I'm just going to tell you, there's been a lot of prophecy over our nation go out. Uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge the prophets. I'd, I'd say, you know, I trust God. I believe what God's saying. I believe what God's doing. I believe the word of the Lord. I believe the prophets of God. You know, when a prophet speaks, especially when he's speaking a prophetic word, that word goes out of his mouth, comes out of heaven, out of his mouth, and it goes into where, you know, it's going to end, where the word is, what what God is speaking, what's going to come to pass. You know, sometimes, as I said earlier, you may want to see it that year or the next year. You know, that word is, is in that place, and it's waiting for the right time to come to pass. Because there is a time that when God speaks something, we're going to see it. It's going to come to pass because God said it. And that's the place that we have to be in instead of trying to figure out how it's going to come to pass, when it's going to come to pass, what the heck it's going to look like. 
we've got to be in that place that we believe God, that we stand no matter what. You know, that's what we have to do. You know, when the children of Israel, you know, they wanted to kill Jeremiah. They did not like him. They did not like the words they were saying. They didn't believe what he was saying. They just thought, no, put him in prison. Kill him. Do something with him. Shut his mouth up. Have him stop. We don't want to hear what he has to say, but he was speaking truth, and he was seeking future, and he was telling them what was going to come to pass, and they didn't like it. You know, they didn't have anything to do with it. Well, I just want you to know there have been things spoken over this church, and some of them have come out of my mouth when I was anointed as a prophet to, to speak the word of the Lord. Some have come from other people, but they've said basically what God is saying. You either choose to believe it and go with it and run with the vision because it's really about God using us in this hour, using his people in this hour. So this word, many of you have heard this many times and some of you have never heard it, but you're going to hear it tonight. And I want you to take it that he's speaking to you. And this came in September of 2010. And we have stood, and I have kept this piece of paper. It's pretty ragged, uh, but I, I keep it, and I read it, and I look at it, and I pray it, and I speak it, and I declare it, because this is what I believe. And um, that Sunday morning when I gave this word, uh, Pastor was already up here, and uh, I was just standing, and I knew something that morning was different than any morning and it's probably one of the two times that mantle has ever been as strong as it was that morning. So I knew it was the Lord. I didn't know what he was going to say, and I didn't know what he was going to do. It's not the first time that happens. But it was a very powerful word that day. And he said, we have entered into the next phase of the ministry, and this phase will not be like other phases. This phase will be a place where you have never walked in before, never been mentored in before, and never seen before. I'm talking directly to pastor at this point. And I'm not talking to him as my wife. I'm talking to him as a prophet of God. And I said, and it will be much different than what you have thought, and it will be much different than what you have seen. Your heart is cried out and ask, and your heart is cried out to know the way that I want church to be. Because your heart has asked me and because you have reached out to me, I will show you what I long for on this earth. I will show you what I consider church, and it's much different. So my young man, he liked that part. Keep your heart open for the days ahead will be much different. The days ahead will be much glorious will fill my house with my presence. Then we begin to see increase of the presence of God, but we are not touched what God has for this house and where the glory and the presence of God is concerned. And he said, and as my house is filled with my presence, he called this his house, and I'm not just saying we're the only church by any means, but I'm just saying this is what he's saying to this house, to this people, to this congregation. And as my house is filled with my presence, I will bring them in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Many who don't know anything about church, many who have heard from a distance, many people will come, but they will come because I'm being glorified in the house, and they will come because it's not church in the normal way. I'm looking for that. I'm praying for that. I am believing God that this church is not going to do church as normal. So, you know, we have to keep our expectancy in that place that, you know, when the Holy Ghost moves it, we go with it. And it's not going to be normal. It's not going to look normal. I don't want to look normal. I want to go in that place that people get saved, delivered, and set free, and the power of God is moving and healed, and lives are really touched and changed. He said, they will come because there are hungry people seeking me. People are going to come because they're hungry for the move of God. They're hungry for what God has. They don't want normal church. They don't want things that are normal. There are people looking for answers. There are people in desperate situations. There are people out there who don't know which way to go. 
There are so many things that are speaking to them and so many voices calling to them. I think that's truer today than it was 10 and 11 years ago. There are so many voices out there, so much craziness out there. You know, I had this, something on. I don't know if it was a football game or what it was. But there was this commercial on television. And a man was just sitting there, and he was basically giving an altar call. But it was an altar call to Satanism. It was an altar call to the occult. It was an altar call, you know, for those that were atheists. I mean, it was out there. And the, the thing that he ended with, sitting in a chair in a suit, and he says, and we're not afraid to burn in hell. I thought, did I, did I just hear that? Am I really listening to what the world is saying? The voices are out there. There are many voices that are out there, and people are looking. They are searching, or they wouldn't be on television making a cry, making an altar call, making a call for them to come in. So there's many voices that are speaking Many voices. So there are many things that are speaking to them and so many voices calling to them. But my voice will be heard above all. And my voice will speak and my voice will draw them in. It is the voice of many waters and will speak to many people. It's our voices. It's the voice of the Lord coming through us, making a call, calling out for those that are desperate, those that are hurting, those that, you know, they want more of God. They want truth. They want to be set free by the power of God. And he said, these voices are going to speak. Your voices are going to speak and will cause them to come in and see the truth and see my glory and will hunger after me. So he said to pastor, my son, get ready. Get ready for these days ahead. And I have prepared you a team and prepared you a place. Now it's my time and my hour to be glorified on the earth. So don't again, I say, don't look at the way things have been. But, oh, look ahead, look ahead. And we've been looking ahead and crying out to God, how do you want church? How does church need to be in this hour? How do we reach out to a dying and lost world? What is going to draw them in? What is going to bring them in? And I believe it's going to be sign one of the things is going to be signs and wonders and miracles. And it's people that are of faith, that are believing God, standing in that place, that they're not looking at their own ability, their own strength, but they're looking unto God to use them in this hour, to use them and not draw back and not go backwards, but to go forward. So then I started speaking to the church, and I said to the church, get ready. Don't look for things to be done in the norm. Don't look for things to be done as you have always seen them done. Don't get into that place that says, oh, my, my church did it this way. But get into the place that you are saying, God, I want it your way. Let your heart cry out, God, I want church your way. God, we want you to move however you want to move. We're not going to put a time limit on it. We're gonna, not going to put our, our stamp and say, well, this has got to stop at this time. And we can only do so much. But we've got to be in that place that our heart cry is crying out to God and saying, God, I want church your way. I want you to do it your way. I want to forget about myself. I want to forget about my plan. I don't want to come in here with an agenda. I want to come in here that I'm going after God. I'm seeking God. I want the plan of God. I want the purpose of God. And I'll not be led astray. That's what God's saying. That we, we've got to be crying out in our own hearts that we want church. We want church. God. We, as a core group of people, especially you Thursday night people, you're the core group of the church, that you're hungry for God and hungry for truth and hungry for God to be God. It is time for God to be God and God to move in our own hearts so he can move in us and move through us. That we say, I give you glory. I want you to be glorified in this earth. I will yield to you, Lord, and I will say, have church your way, not my way. Oh, God, that's got to be the heart cry of the church, that we come in with an attitude of expectancy, an attitude that, you know, whatever God has planned, that we get in with it. We, we go with it. We, we 
forget. Listen, we've got to get out of our heads and out of our own agenda and in our own minds. You know, I, I will tell you something about Pastor and I. We are prayers, and we are seeking the will of God. And when we have a speaker come in, that means we've heard from God. And that means that that speaker is meant for this time, that that speaker has the oracles of God. And we have to be in that place that we say, you know, God, I'm listening to what you have to say. And if I need to adjust, then I adjust. If I need to change, then I change. Because I believe that God's speaking. We're not having church just to have church. We're having church so that God moves and we change and we adjust our life and we adjust our style to what God's saying and not what man's saying and not what we think. You know, I've done a lot of change in my life and a lot of changing in my thinking to line up with what God's saying. So he's saying, many of you have stood out there and have looked at the Word of God and said, God, what does this mean? How does this work? How does this operate? And I know many of you have, don't know. How does this work? And you know, God, how, how does the power of God flow through people? How does prophecy happen? How do these things take place? God wants us to know. God wants us to know how to function like he functions. Well, your eyes are being opened up. Just take that. Your eyes are being opened up. And in the days ahead, the glory will be manifested on you and you will begin to see. I'm going, hallelujah. I've been seeing more and more. I want my eyes opened up. I don't want to be deceived. I don't want to be in that place that, you know, I don't know how to move with God. You know, I've been, I've been, I know how to flow with God, but there's more. There's always more. There's always more things. We haven't even begun to touch what heaven has for us. We haven't been even open to that place that we could possibly understand. And when he says have church, it's going to be different. It's going to be unusual. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that sounds like. But I want to know. I want to be in that place that I am open and I'm not putting a time limit on it. And I'm not saying 12 o'clock lunchtime. I'm saying, God, if you're in it, go for it. And then, let's see. In the, in the days ahead, the glory will be manifested on you and you will begin to see. So you need to take that. He's talking to believers. He's talking to the church. Oh, I didn't understand that. I knew it was right, but I didn't understand how to move in it and how to flow in it. But the days ahead of enlightenment are upon you to illuminate those areas so that you will know how to move into and receive what God has said. I want to know how to move in. I want to know how to receive. I want to be open in that place that when God says something, I'm obedient and I flow and I move and I don't stagnate in it. Amen? He said, for this is the hour that my church, my church, he says, my church, the body, will receive and my church will move out and receive all the promises in the word. Man, what would the church look like if we all received the promises of God? What would we look like? I want to see it. God said, God said, so... That means that we can see it. That means it's going to be available to us and we can receive it. Those who are hungry and those who are thirsty after my truth will get what they are seeking after. They will receive the freedom and the liberty. This is promise. Listen, this is promise of what God is saying. He said they will receive the freedom. Man, does the church need to be free? And the liberty that I have told in my word. For I am not holding them back. I'm not keeping them back. I am moving in the midst of my people to raise them up and be used in this hour in glorious, glorious ways. So quit resisting him. Quit saying that's for somebody else. I can't do that. You got to take what God says. This is the hour. I'm telling you what God spoke to this house. He said, I, listen what, he's talking to us. Okay? Say, he's talking to me. Put your hand on your heart. Say, he's talking to me. 
And I got, I'm going to take these promises. And I'm going to walk in them. In Jesus' name. He said, I will use you. Listen, he didn't say, I will use pastor. He didn't say, I'd use Vicki, which he will. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. But he's saying to the body, I will use you in signs and wonders as you have read of the apostles of old. How powerful is that? How powerful is that? He says he'll use you in signs and wonders, just like he did the apostles of old. That's a promise. God said it. Those things that they entered into and those things that they walked in and those things that they moved in. Many of you have longed to see those things and they have not manifested in your life. But in this hour and in this day and in this move, in the move, in the move that's been prophesied, in the move of God that's on this earth, in the move of God that's going on, this is what he's saying. You're going to see it. Not only what the apostles and the prophets did of old, think about, think about all of that that the prophets of old did. Think about the miracles. Think about the signs and wonders. He's not leaving them in the past. He said, you'll do them. You know, whatever, whatever needs to be done, he's going to do. Through us, the body. But you will see my glory manifested in you and through you. You will see the glory of God in you and through you. I'm taking that. I receive that. Because, he says, this is my time. I have looked, gone across the earth, and I have looked for a people, and I have found some people. No, this is not the only church that I have found who is hungry. But you are, this is a promise to us. This church is part of that move and part of that people. I have been declaring that and saying that, and I believe it. We are part. I don't care what we look like right now. I am not moved. He promised this house would be filled. He gave us a promise. He'd bring builders He'd bring workers in, and they'd get busy, and they'd work, and they'd grow, and they would uh, walk out in signs, wonders, and miracles. That's what he said. He said, but I found who is hungry, but you are a part of that move and a part of that people. You have resisted. You have resisted the plans of the evil one. You may look around and think, I don't think I've resisted. <laughs> Sometimes I think about that and I think, Lord, are you sure I've resisted? But he says we've resisted. He said we have. We've resisted the plans. We've resisted going into that place. So he said, they look like they are upon me, but you have resisted. You've held steady and you've stayed in that place and I will use you. I will use you. So keep the anticipation open. So this is 11 years later, 12 years later, almost 12 years, and we still have anticipation. We're staying in that place. We're in the temple. We're like Anna and Simeon, and we're waiting to see what God has said. He said, I will use you, so keep that anticipation open because this house will be filled. Not only will these chairs be filled, but this place will be filled. This property will be filled. I have much plans for this property that hasn't even been revealed to my son and daughter. It hadn't been revealed at that time. I haven't opened it all up to them because they were not able to see it, for they have stood in what they have seen so far. But I'm about to reveal more to them. I'm about to show them some things. I'm about to give you, the church, dreams. I'm about to give you visions so that you can see and you can jump in. I don't want you to stand back and watch from afar. I don't want you to stand back anymore. I want you to participate in it, walking, talking, doing, manifesting as the sons of God in this hour. So look up and be the church. My glory is here today. It is here a little bit, but not to the amount that I'm about to do on this earth and in this church and through my people. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That should encourage you. These are things that God has spoken over this house. This is God's plan for this house. 
I want to be in it. Amen? So this is something. I'll, I'll pull the one out our pastor said when he was here. And unfortunately, I don't have the date. I don't know. It was in June, but I don't know the date. So he said, company, now he's, a, he's an apostle of God, and he's a, he operates as a prophet. So I believe this is the word of the Lord. He's a prophet of God to this house. And he said, company is coming. Hey, 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 company is coming. Glory to God. Maybe we need to have a sign out there that says, we're glad you're here. He said, more and more this church will be visible. More and more this city will see. More and more this city will know. More and more testimonies will come. More and more signs, wonders, and miracles will break forth on every hand, saith the Lord. Signs and wonders and miracles. Didn't we just hear that in the last prophecy? Who are they coming through? Who are they coming through? Who are they coming through? Thank you. I want you to get it out of your mouth. I want you to believe God. He's talking about you. Amen? More and more finances will be coming in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. More and more people will come in saying, I've been drawn to this place. Oh, my spirit will draw them. My spirit is working on many right now. For indeed, company is coming. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Let them meet your faith. Let them meet your smile. And meet the miraculous God that lives within you. For there is an abundance of rain. This is revival. That is coming. Not just rain from the green grass and the crops. But the rain of the Holy Spirit of God. Joel's rain. Ha, ha, ha. Elijah's rain. I like that. After the drought comes the rain. Hallelujah. And fruitful and abundant crops. Harvest, harvest, harvest. Lift your hands and praise God tonight. Hallelujah. So, Father, I just thank you that wisdom and finances and the favor, oh, my God, it's ripe fruit off a tree, praise God. I see ripe fruit falling from the tree that you've planted so much seed. So just get ready, get ready, get ready. You're on schedule, you're on schedule, you're not behind. And then he went back to, which has been spoken over this house many times, Isaiah 54. He said he talked about the breakthrough in Isaiah 54 about expansion. God's speaking to the house, and we want to take hold of it. Amen? We want to believe God for what God is saying and what God is doing. Dennis Burke said, y'all remember Dennis Burke? He said this in 2014. He said he was given a personal word from uh, Brother Copeland many years ago. And he said, well, he just said, now, just now brought up, he just now brought that word up in his spirit. And he was to give it to this house. He's never given it to any other house. But he said he was impressed of the Lord that that word was to come to this house. And he said, these are the days where there's an avalanche of anointings coming to you. Coming to who? Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Hallelujah. An avalanche of gold, G-O-L-D, gold, in higher levels, in higher amounts. Then Then you're allowed yourself to actually believe. Boy, I just think about how many limits we put on ourselves. We put on our own selves. But if you will believe these anointings, anointings, I mean, we're talking anointings here. We're talking something that brings deliverance, brings healing, sets people free, you know, heals the brokenhearted, financial breakthroughs. He said, but if you will believe these anointings in this avalanche, he said, that's a big word, avalanche of G-O-L-D. God wants in your hands. 
avalanche of fresh anointings. Not just one, fresh anointings. Avalanche is a fresh anointing that keeps us fresh, keeps us moving in the power, keeps us moving in signs, wonders, and miracles, keeps us in that place that we're doing the will of God. He said, I've never been in an avalanche of snow or an avalanche of dirt, but it seems to be overwhelming. It's more than you can handle, more than reason in is thought could ever hit you. It goes beyond force and power. That's an avalanche of anointing of G-O-L-D. Not designed to satisfy your flesh. It's all about glorifying God in the earth, people getting saved and delivered. Avalanche of abundance is coming to this house. Avalanche of anointing is coming upon us. Amen. These are things that have been prophesied, spoken, and declared over this house. And this is the things that we have to contend to. You know, Paul told Timothy, stir up those gifts. Stir up those things that have been spoken. Believe what the prophets are saying. Don't draw back. Don't just say, oh, that just sounds good, but it couldn't be for me. No, we have to take hold of that. We have to believe God for what God has, and we have to contend for it. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, pastor talks about the favor all, t- all the time, but this was 2013. And he said, and I declare over this body, this people in this room, the people of this body, he said, favor has fallen upon you in a supernatural way. Supernatural favor has come upon you. Supernatural favor. You know, pastor took a hold of that. We took a hold of that favor from 2014. You can take that. You've got to believe God for it. You've got to contend for it. He said, hallelujah, you have experienced some favor, and there have been times you were amazed at my favor. But from this night, I have placed upon your head supernatural favor. He's talking to all of us. Sometimes we think when we say these words, you just think it's for the pastors or the leadership. It's for the body. And God's speaking to this house. A supernatural favor that you have not walked in before, but it will cause those doors to open. You need doors to open? Take hold of the favor of God. It will cause those connections to come. It will cause those things which you have asked me for to come into your hands for the favor that I've placed on your lives. Did I not tell you that you were in the threshold? Did I not say that to you? That's where I see you is on the threshold. So watch me move things out of the way for you. You watch me move. You watch me perform, for I am performing in this hour. I'm taking that. This is the time that I've looked for, for generations, and I'm performing. I'm performing. I have saved some special things for this time, and you'll partake. Hallelujah. Glory to God. These are just things that God has declared over the people of this house. Something I thought, I'm not going to read the several pages. I'm not going to read all of it. God God is saying, this is my hour. He said that that so many times we got to get it. God says, this is what God says, I will not be denied of the things I have placed in my word. These are things God placed. These are things God said, and he's saying, I'll not be denied. God said, I'll not be denied. So I think I'm going to agree with God. If he's not going to be denied, then I'm not going to be denied. He said, I will not be denied of those things that I have spoken out of my mouth through my prophets. I'm taking it. Even though I stood as a prophet, I'm taking it. Because I knew those weren't my words. I knew it wasn't me. I knew it was him. He said, I will not be denied of those things that I have already, that have already gone forth around the earth. It's time for my children to step in. It's time for us to take our place and see the glory of God and see the riches and see the wealth and see the things that have been laid up for many years. And he said, don't look around and try to figure it out. Boy, do we need to get delivered of some things in our mind. Amen. So he said over this church, this church is a sign and a wonder to this community. 
I thought, that's interesting. It is a sign and a wonder. It's a sign and a wonder. That tells me the things that God has spoken about, signs and wonders and miracles over this house, we're going to see them. We have seen some signs. We have seen some miracles. But he's telling us we're going to see signs and wonders. And we, this church is a church of signs and wonders. You know, I had a word prophesied over me many, many years, 30 years ago. And he said, you're not like other women. You're not like other ministers. And y'all know that's the truth. <laughs> and he said, you have, you are, you've got miracles on the inside of you. You're a miracle worker. Well, hello, this house. You are miracle workers. If I'm your spiritual mom and you're my kids, you got my DNA, you got his DNA, you can take it. Amen? Hallelujah. People are going to look at you and say, these are the people of God. We want to come. We want to be like them. I like that. People are going to say they want to be like me. People are going to say they want to be like you. That's a good thing. We want to come in. We want to be like them. We want to step into that place they're walking in, walking in the blessing. They are seeing the hand of God. They're seeing the hand of God. This is a place that many signs and many wonders will be wrought by the hand of the Lord. Many signs, wonders, and miracles will come forth in this place. For I am raising up a church in this hour and in this day that is going to see my hand. They're going to see my glory. And I'm raising up a people. And I'm, a ra I'm raising up a people that are going to be used in this hour and in this day. And you step into that realm of glory. And as you step into that place, you are going to be used of God. I'm prophesying over you, you will be used of God. I'm declaring the word of the Lord over you. You will be used of God. God. Amen? Because that's the word for this house. And I'm just, I want you to know what God is saying. I'm going to say this word right. Heard Hezer had to practice Deuteronomy and he kept saying it and saying it. And I said this word and I want to make say, I say it right. I'm vitalizing your dreams. I'm bringing your dreams up to where you can't get away from them. <sighs> I like that. You can't get away from your dreams. So you can't let go of them till you believe, till you believe that that place, till you believe what I've placed in your heart. I'm telling you, he's trying to get some things through to us. The things that are in your heart, he wants to do. They're not your ideas. They're God's ideas. They're God's plans, God's purposes. It's what God has. He said, he said, I'm bringing you in and, in and those that dare to step into that place and those that choose to believe my word will see great victory in their life. They will see, it's your choice. It's your choice. What you do is your choice. So you can believe that God is putting life into your dreams, keeping those dreams before you, you know, raising them back up in your heart so that you believe God, so that you can believe God that you're going to walk in them. They will see the signs and wonder it is again and the miracles. They will see those things that have been placed in their heart. They will see those things. They will see those things. They will see those things. Amen? I could read on and on. But I have another one I want to read. This was given, I don't know the year on this, and I don't really uh, know this. Uh, net, we were in a meeting, and uh, this man called us out, and uh, we were just kind of in the middle section there. And uh, he called Pastor and I forth, and he said, The spirit of revival is upon you. He didn't know us for anything. But I will tell you, before we came up here, Pastor and the Lord had a talk. And he said, I will go 
Now, I wasn't volunteering at that time. He said, I will go, I will follow you, but I'll only go if you promise me revival. If you promise me a move of God. That's his heart. We're believing and contending for a move of God. We don't want ordinary church. We want a move of God. And we want to see God's people used. We don't want them stagnant. We don't want them sitting still. So he said, the spirit of revival is upon you. Well, we knew that was God. You guys know that. We did. He's given you the area. And he said that seven times. He's given you this geographical area. It's ours for the taking. It's what God said. He said, this is not a time for shrinking back. This is a time for going forward. Be bold, be strong, proclaim, proclaim, proclaim. So I'm doing that tonight. I'm being strong, and I don't care how long it is. I don't care how long it takes. You know, Pastor and I have made the stand that we are going to stand and see the salvation of the Lord. We're going to believe what God says. If he sends a man or a woman of God into this house, we're going to take what he says. We're going to believe what he says. You know, because we believe that God's sending people to this house on purpose with the word of the Lord in their mouth for us to take. That's why I'm giving you these words. These are different people that have prophesied over this house. And so he said, don't despise the day of small beginnings. So don't despise this day. And even though it's been almost 25 years, it's a small beginning. But he said, though your beginning is insignificant, your end is going to be greatly increased. He didn't know us. He's prophesying what's in our heart. God said he will give you the gate of the city. We'll take it. The gateway church is not always the biggest church. It's the church that is literally using their authority to permit and to forbid. And what God is saying is in this time to operate in a greater authority. Whatever you permit will be permitted, and what you ever, whatever you forbid will be forbidden. And if you will continue, a new anointing is going to hit that place, a fresh fire. Believe in God. A fire, a fresh fire, a fresh fire, a fresh fire that will not be quenched. That means that this house will be on fire for God. That's what it means, that this house will be on fire. I've seen the fire on this house. I had a dream, and I saw the fire on the roof. I knew what that meant. As you've heard the story of us tell back at Calvary, back in 93, when Rodney Howard Brown was there, and there was an awesome move of God going on, and I'm telling you, The fire of God was there, and people every night for six weeks were laid out in a uh, 120,000-square-foot building. There wasn't any places left. People, we were in, we went everywhere all over that building. Back then, I was throwing the cloths. I was following Rodney around, throwing the cloths, throwing the cloths. And then every once in a while, he'd just turn around, and I'd end up on the floor, put a cloth on myself. (laughs) No. I would be out, and he'd have to come find me because the fire of God was there. So one night, the fire of God was on the roof, and people started calling the fire department out in the city. They saw the fire of God on the roof, and they called the fire department, and the fire department went through every square inch of that building looking for fire. They were walking in the fire, and they didn't know it. It was the fire of God that people saw. It was the glory of God. And I've seen it on this house. And others have seen it on this house. You know, we have had opportunity to leave. Opportunity to quit believing. (laughs) Opportunity to give up. Many of you have had opportunities. There's always opportunities to go backwards. There's always opportunity to just go other places. I should tell the story, but I won't. Many of you know the story. 
we were offered a church of a thousand people. Fifteen, excuse me, fifteen hundred people. Salary, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Pastor said no. I said, pray about it. <laughs> this could be God, you know. He said no. They called again. He says no. Would you pray about it? He says no. I'm thinking $250,000. It's in a city with good shopping. Are you sure this is not God? <laughs> it was pretty funny. I knew it wasn't God, but I was thinking. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said no. He wouldn't, he wouldn't hear of it. He just he said no. This is my call. This is where we're called to. Why? We had the promises of God. We had the word of God. And he refused. And, and I listen, they tried many times to get us to go. But I look at that. In all honesty, I look at that. And I, I thought, if, I, if we had gone, I wouldn't have been used because it wasn't a place that could handle me. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. You know, that would let me be free, would let my gifts come out. It was a good church, but it wouldn't be a church that I could prophesy and be what God's called me to be. You know, so sometimes you make decisions, and it looked good. I have to admit it looked good. But I look back, and I go, I would have gotten stagnant. I would have dried up. God was using me here. I had the, my husband has blessed me with the freedom and liberty to be who I am. And this congregation accepts me for who I am. And so, you know, you have all these words, but just like every one of you, we have to keep them before us. We have to keep them in that place that we believe this. Above what we see. Because I look at the empty chairs. I'm not blind. <laughs> I can see. But the word said the house would be filled. God said every chair will be filled. And we've seen it. So he said a fresh fire, a fresh fire, a fresh fire. That will not be quenched. You will see people coming out of denominational places. Even people coming out of full gospel places that have been full of everything but the gospel. <laughs> I like that. And they are going to come into your midst, and there is going to be a fresh fire that begins to burn, declares the Lord of hosts. You are going to see the wild people coming in. Ooh, I'm excited about that. The wild people are coming in. The wild people are coming in. Call them in. Go get them. Call them. They won't be anything traditional about this place. Just know there won't be anything traditional about this place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Not one traditional thing going on. Sometimes you'll wish for traditional. <laughs> you wish you could, honestly, because there are times you'll say, God, this is getting wilder by the minute. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. God is doing something. He's doing some, going to equip people for war and equip them for war that God is moving in our lives. Amen? These are just some of the words. I've got more words that God has spoken and declared over this house of what he's saying. You know, Jerry Savelle tells us a major turnaround, things that are going on. We have to press. We have to contend. We have to believe God that we're all a part of that, that we're taking hold of it, and we're going to run with the vision. I just felt in my heart, I've had this in my heart for several weeks now, for over a month to do this. And I couldn't find that one prophecy, but I found it. And so I usually keep them all together in my little folder. But I guess I put it away in such a good, safe place, I couldn't find it. <laughs> but I found it. And Jordan has so graciously agreed to put these on the website.
so that we can go to. All I have to do is put them into her hands so that she can do that. But I wanted to stir you up. I, I want to stir you up in that place that you are believing God, no matter how young, no matter how old. There's a call of God on this church. And it may not look like it to you right now. And it may not look like things are going the way the Lord said. But you know, how many times did it not look like it to Israel? How many times did Jeremiah prophesy to the king and said, hey, you either straighten up or you're going into captivity. It didn't look like they were going in. But what God said came to pass. Everything God speaks, when he speaks, he intends for it to come to pass. And we, it, we just have to believe it. We don't want to be ignorant of the things of God. We don't want to be ignorant of what God is doing. We don't want to be in that place and say, well, I'll just sit back and see. We want to be in that place that we are believing God. I'm part of that. I'm part of that. I'm part of that move. And I'm going to be used. And whatever I have to do to change, I'm going to do it. Amen? Because that's a big part of it. Is our change and our receiving what the prophets of God, what the men and women of God have spoken. And I know that our pastor contended for a revival for many years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close with this. I remember our pastor, you know, he, he contended for a revival. He believes in revival. He's a revivalist. He believes in the move of God. And he contended for that 93 revival. He contended and he believed God. And he called us all in one day to the staff meeting. And he said, we are going to have revival. And he said, Rodney Howard Brown is coming. He didn't really know him that well. He'd gone down and seen, you know, when he was in Florida. And he said, you're either going to go with us or you can quit. But we will have revival. It's one of the most outstanding moves of God. I'm telling you, church, we're going to have revival. We are going to have a move of God. We are going to be in that place. And I'm just saying, I want 100% participation. Amen. I want everybody jumping in, stepping in, because it's going to take the body coming together and using their gifts. I'm telling you, if Eric Unger can get saved out quit smoking out there on the parking lot before he ever comes through the door. What can God do? Amen. Thank you for listening today. We believe God's Word is what will sustain us in any situation in our lives. For more information, please visit us at familywc.org or you can download the app. Look for us as FWC Como. Until the next time, remember... You are God's best.